This is the Do It Scared podcast with Ruth Sukup, episode number 90. On today's Get Ruthed coaching episode, we're chatting with EBA student Nikki Bixler about learning how to leverage your own powerful story. Welcome to the Do It Scared podcast. I'm your host, Ruth Sukup, and each week on the show, we will talk about how to face your fears, overcome obstacles, and most importantly, how to take action and create a life you love. Today's episode was brought to you by Elite Blog Academy, our online program that teaches you step-by-step how to build a successful, profitable, and sustainable online business. Whether you already have a business or you're just thinking about starting one, EBA provides a comprehensive and proven approach to refining your message, growing your audience, and generating a sustainable revenue. With more than 11,000 students in 60 countries worldwide, we know exactly what works and what doesn't. And our goal is to help you create a business that you love. If you are interested in finding out more, we invite you to join our free training just for podcast listeners at doitscared.com slash EBA. Once again, that's doitscared.com slash EBA. Hey there, and welcome back to the show. As always, my name is Ruth Sukup, and I'm the founder of Living Well, Spending Less and the Living Well Planner, as well as the founder of Elite Blog Academy and the New York Times bestselling author of six books, including my newest book, Do It Scared. In today's Get Ruth's Coaching episode, we'll be chatting with Nikki Bixler, who's the founder of Stop Waiting, Start Doing, a website devoted to helping women make the permanent lifestyle changes needed to be successful with weight loss surgery. Nikki writes from firsthand experience, having been morbidly obese, stuck in an abusive marriage, and struggling with financial difficulties. She managed to turn her life around, and now she's committed to helping other women do the same. Right now, Nikki most is looking for help with increasing her traffic and growing her email list, as well as figuring out a good monetization strategy. She sometimes struggles with the technical side of her website and getting things set up and working properly. And because she works full-time, she wants to know how to maximize her time and effort so that she can eventually quit her day job and focus only on her business. We're going to dive in with Nikki in just a minute, but before we do, I want to let you know that you can get the show notes for this episode, along with the links to everything we're going to be talking about by visiting doitscare.com slash episode 90. Once again, that's doitscare.com slash episode 90. Also, if you haven't already, be sure to head over to doitscared.com to take our free fear assessment to find out exactly how fear might be showing up in your life and potentially holding you back, as well as to discover exactly what you can do about it. And while you're there, remember that you can also sign up for our free business training masterclass at doitscared.com EBA. All right, guys, without further ado, let's find out how we can help Nikki make the changes necessary in her business. Hey, Nikki, welcome to the Do It Scared podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm so honored to be here. Yeah. Are you ready to get roofed? 
as ready as I can be. (laughs) (laughs) Not too scary, right? No, my heart's not racing at all. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be fun. I promise. We're going to, we're going to figure out some good things, but I just want to start by hearing a little bit more about your story and your background and how you got to be doing what you're doing now. Can you share a little bit about that? Of course. So, um, so I blog at Stop Waiting, Start Doing, and I help women make the necessary lifestyle changes to be successful with bariatric surgery. And I got into this because um, about two years ago, um, I was at a really bad place in my life. Um, I was, you know, severely morbidly obese. I was uh, 428 pounds. Um, I was in a kind of an abusive marriage and I was unhappy. I had no goals, no dreams. Um, My finances were a mess. Like, you know, something had to give. Um, And so I started first with my finances, actually, and I found Rosemary Groner. And um, I took her 90-day budget boot camp. I tried to make all these changes, but um, my husband at the time, every time I would take two steps forward, he'd push me 10 steps back. And, um, you know, it was like no matter how hard I tried, I felt like I couldn't get ahead. And ultimately what I found out was that I couldn't change his behavior or him. I had to start with me. So I kind of shifted gears um, and started looking into bariatric surgery. So this was um, about November 2017. I went to my first bariatric surgery information session and um, I left there with a strange feeling of hope, hope that I could have some kind of a future. Um, And I decided to go for it. Um, So because I had been so much um, into Rose, uh, yeah, Rosemary Groner, I was looking for like a bariatric blogger that could help me. And there were some, but I was looking for more of like the pre-op process because that's where I was and I, and I couldn't find it. Um, And then Rosemary started talking about how she could, you know, she was helping all these people and um, through her blog and, and making money. And I was like, hmm, maybe I could do that. So I kind of like became the resource that I wanted when I was going through the process. So um, I bought my domain and hosting in December of 2017. Um, And then in early 2018, um, 2018 was a tough year. (laughs) Um, My, um, this was the beginning of March. Um, My husband confessed that he was involved with some illegal things. And um, I wasn't sure what to do. Um, You know, I was going through a lot. And this is right when, um, around the time when the doors for EBA opened. (laughs) Good timing. (laughs) And I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? And like, I knew I really wanted to buy EBA and I I didn't know how I was going to do it yet. And um, I really had a choice to make because with what he was involved in, I didn't want anything to be a part of it. So um, I eventually made the decision to leave him and um, I ended up moving and I just decided to go for EBA. I <laughs> signed up for the payment plan. I, I was like, well, you know, like if there's a time for me to do this, it's now. 
Yeah. Like while I'm changing so many other things in my life and I'm a lot of bravery all at the same time. It, yeah. Like, so I was like leaving my husband, I was going through bariatric surgery, which is a six month process leading up to surgery. Um, I, you know, I had my blog that I had started and I, I didn't really, I was just kind of fumbling in the dark. I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, but I knew like I had to change my life. I knew something had to change. I was so unhappy. And, um, it was really just like a catalyst, like everything just kind of built on top of each other. So, um, purchased DBA, started going through that, but you know, it was a tough time, you know, the aftermath of leaving my husband and I moved and, um, and after I had surgery in June of 2018 and after surgery, um, your hormones go like kind of haywire. So like, I was like dealing with so much. Um, and by September of 2018, I had to put something on the back burner. Um, it was just, I was so overwhelmed with everything. And so I put blogging on the back burner cause I just, I couldn't handle it with all everything else Makes going sense. on in my life. Yeah. Um, and then, which was a good thing because a month later I lost my job. We all got laid off. Wow. Yeah. So, um, this was, so kinda, still, this is still in 2018. This is all in 2018. So basically the year from hell. Exactly. <laughs> um, uh, I like to think of it as a rebuilding year. Yeah, I would say that's a very positive spin on it. Positivity must be high on your strengths profile. <laughs> um, I probably at the time I didn't feel like that, but like looking back now I can see, you know, like everything had to happen the way it did for me to get yeah. to where I am. Wow, um, that's a really great attitude. So then in December of 2018, I had to renew my hosting. And I was like, well, am I going to actually do this? Like I spent this money on EBA and I was like, like, I can do this. I'm smart. I can figure this out. I'm a good writer. Like I'm totally going to do this. So I decided I was like, all right, I'll give myself two years and see where it goes from there. <laughs> so I renewed it um, probably in about February of this year. I really started getting serious. I restarted EBA 4.0 cause that's um, EBA 4.0 came out in March, I think. Yep. Um, and I restarted from there. Um, and then, so I, I purposely waited to start publishing my post because I wanted to have some kind of like reserve of hosts so that I would be a little bit ahead of the game. So um, I officially relaunched in May of this year. And I've been consistently posting and working and since then, um, and along the way I've lost 235 pounds. <laughs> wow. Oh, neglected to mention that. Uh, yeah. I tiny mean, little detail. Tiny little detail. <laughs> amazing. I mean, That's holy like a whole cow. Person. <laughs> a more than a whole person. That's amazing. Yeah. So, wow. So how do you feel? Like, how, oh, I mean, I feel incredible. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like there, you know, it's funny and a lot of um, obese people will tell you this who went through the bariatric surgery process. The bigger you get, the smaller your life gets. There's so many things like you can't do and you sit on the sidelines and it's really like you're just watching your life pass by. And then, you know, now that I'm, I'm under 200 pounds now, I'm 193 pounds. Like, um, it's so amazing. I, just, I like, I want to cry tears of joy for you right now. I like, <laughs> I'm getting all teary <laughs> and I'm not a crier at all. Like this is, your story is, is, 
amazing. And I'm so, I'm so happy for you. I just want to like, reach through the screen and hug you right now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's been, you know, like I work out a lot and that's been kind of my saving grace through all of this is, um, like exercise has become my comfort. I like took the place of food. Um, wow. so, uh, and I like, I do so many more things now. Like I can go on amusement park rides and I run obstacle races and five K's and like, I just have so much fun and yeah, it's, so it's a whole a different journey. life. Oh, I completely transformed my life. Wow. That is okay. So your story is amazing. Thank you. Like that in itself is just inspiring. Like for anybody who's listening right now, I'm, sh and I'm sure there are many people who are listening who are in that same position where you are morbidly obese or overweight or struggling with, with that and probably could relate so much to everything that you were saying in your story. And just that piece of it is going to help people. So when we talk about this being your business, like I, some people wonder, you know, is my, am I actually helping people with what I do? Like you are, this is, you're helping people. So what are we going to so. do to help, like, what are we going to do to blow this up, to reach as many people as possible, to help as many people as possible and to get you earning money? Because that's your goal, right? Your blog's at this point, not earning any money. Right. Like, um, you know, like at the Google ads and I'm running like pennies a month <laughs> and I do, I do have like one tripwire product and I did sell one and I was pretty, I was pretty excited about that, but no, I'm not earning any money. Okay. So we got to work on that. Yes. So where, where do you feel like your biggest struggle is right now? You know, so I, I batch my posts. So I do um, like four weeks of posts at a time and I spend two weeks writing a week of editing and SEO and then a week of social and graphics. And so then at the end of the four weeks, I have four weeks of content. Um, so I don't really think like I have problems coming up with content. I think I have a lot of ideas. I just feel like maybe, maybe my ideas aren't resonating and I'm, I'm trying to figure out, like, I'm just, trying all kinds of, I'm throwing spaghetti at the wall and trying to figure yeah. out what's sticking and it, it feels like nothing's sticking. So that gets frustrating for me. Interesting. And so when you say that you feel like nothing is sticking, are you sharing your story? Um, yeah. So, um, like my personal story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So usually like when I'm writing my posts, I always include some part of my story in it. And because, um, like I, I share the techniques and things that helped me lose the weight and stick to the lifestyle changes. So tell me um, about your avatar. Who are you, who are you writing to? Oh, I write to Harper. She, um, is a married mom of two little kids. Um, she works full time in an office. Um, her husband is a mechanic. Uh, they pretty much live paycheck to paycheck. Um, she has trouble like, you know, sticking to a budget and keeping her house clean. And um, she really struggles with emotional eating. Um, that seems to be her biggest downfall. Um, her biggest secret 
is that on her way home from work, she stops at McDonald's and buys a cheeseburger at least once a week because that's the only way she can deal with her stress. And she like hides the evidence. <laughs> so nobody, cause she's ashamed of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's just, you know, she's, she's morbidly obese. She's tired. She's sick. She's starting to have more health problems and she's worried that she isn't going to be around long enough to see her kids grow up. So she starts looking, um, she's been interested in bariatric surgery and has started looking into the process um, and just kind of wants to learn more about it. So you know, you're, so you know who you're writing to. I don't, I don't feel like this is a messaging problem. You don't seem to have any trouble. Res- I mean, as you're talking, that's resonating. So I don't think this is a messaging issue. Yeah. Um, you know, cause a lot of her problems were my same problem. So it's kind of easy to think about writing to who I was before I started all this. Yes, absolutely. So you're, have you thought about what kind of products you eventually want to create. I know you're, you're unit five in EBA. Is that right right now? So you're still working on growing your email list. Yeah. Well, I'm in unit, I'm finishing up unit six. Okay. So you're just getting into the point where you need to start thinking about products and monetization. So that's perfect. Yes. Because that's kind of where I want you to, that's kind of where I want you to be thinking. So what are you, what are you thinking about? Um, so some of the things I've thought about, um, are, kind of ways to overcome emo- like emotional eating and like kind of doing um, I thought about doing like a 30 day kind of workbook I'm not sure I you know I haven't really fleshed out the idea yet but just something to get to the root of the emotional eating and find ways to overcome and cope with it that sounds more general than what you're talking about with your avatar I mean, I know she's an emotional eater, but you specifically want to, because she's, your avatar, correct me if I'm wrong, but your avatar is somebody who's interested in bariatric surgery, right? And trying to find help in how to prepare for that or doesn't know that they need it yet. Um, No, she's, she's interested and she, she wants to know like what's involved in the process. And she, um, she's one of those people that needs all of the information before she makes a decision. Yeah. And feels probably feels unsupported. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I think a workbook would make a nice tripwire or something that's a small product, but I don't think that's going to be. I don't think that's going to be your cash cow or your bread and butter. I think that like one of the good things about your niche is that there are only a few few niches that people are willing to pay a lot of money for, for products. One is products that will teach them how to make more money, right? People are willing, if you are teaching somebody how to do anything to do with business or anything that's going to earn them more money, they're willing to pay for that. Or what's the other thing? Losing weight. Losing weight. That is what people are willing to pay for. I mean, when it comes to all the, not that you, not that if you have a business that's in a different area, you can't make money. You absolutely can. But I would say of all the things that are out there, that the, the two things that you can charge a premium for are those two things. If you're teaching people how to, how to make money or if you're teaching people how to lose weight. 
And so you actually are in an amazing niche that has huge potential for you, especially because as you've already identified, nobody's really filled that spot that you're trying to fill here with specifically people. And I mean, I don't know what the statistics are for bariatric surgery, but I'm guessing there's a lot of people that are getting that surgery, right? Oh, yeah. Obesity is a huge problem in the United States. So there's, there's a big market out there. Yes. So while you're a very targeted niche, you have huge potential. Like that is all really good news for you, Nikki. That is like <laughs> great news. That means that you could blow this up so easily, I, but we need to make some changes. Okay. Are you ready for them? I'm ready. <laughs> All right. So here's what I see for you. We're okay. just going to dive into it because we don't have, we don't have a ton of time and I want to maximize every ounce of our time because I feel like you could really, really have insane success um, that will get you every, everywhere that you want to go with it. Um, that would but, be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so I think you need to have some sort of signature program, but I'm thinking maybe even a monthly membership because your people are going to need ongoing support. And I think the membership model for, for me just off the top of my head is feels like the thing that would help people the most because they would get ongoing support. But I'm wondering if maybe you need a program first that then could lead into the ongoing support side of things. Does that make sense? So they pay for the ongoing support. So maybe it's a program that says like, here's, it's everything that you need to know, like leading into, like, it's basically all this support and information and research that you were looking for before you had your surgery. Here's what to do. Here's what the questions to ask. Here's everything you need to know. Here's how to prepare. Here's your monthly countdown. Here's all, like all the stuff. Here's the workbooks to go through. Here's your journal to be to be emotionally preparing yourself. You give people that whole thing. That's your, that's your signature program. Okay. And then you have, because after they have the surgery, they're going to need the support to actually lose the weight and to deal with the, I'm sure like the emotional changes that come from losing an entire person and creating a whole new life. Like there's so much there and there's so much that you can help people with. I mean, in your story is, amazing. You're so strong and you're so positive and you've been through hell and back and you've lived to tell the tale. And now to see you on the other side, to be talking about just like how amazing your life is now and, and that you get to do all of these things that you didn't get to do and that you, your life was so small and now it's so big. And that's the, that's the story that you need to be telling because that's the story that every woman who is sitting in your shoes, that's the story that they're hoping for. Okay. (laughs) So, um, one of the things that I, I'm glad that you're to this point in EBA where you can start thinking about this. Cause I would, I would feel bad if you were like in unit three and I'd be like, okay, now I want you to start thinking about products. Right. You kind of got to go through the process, but you know, you're through the process. So this is perfect timing. Yes. Because one of the things that I think, I think I really want to see you change is that you're focusing a lot on the blogging side of things and spending a lot of time creating, creating the content and doing your blog posts. But I would like to see you set up a website that is much more geared towards getting people into your program. Stop giving away so much stuff for free because you are in a niche where people are willing to pay for it. Um, 
and you're actually going to help them more, think about, think about you and EBA. You needed to be invested in it. You probably would have quit blogging at the end of 2018, right? Had you not already invested in EBA, but you're like, well, shoot, I already bought this <laughs> expensive course and now I right. better keep going because then I just threw my money away. You're helping right. people more when they, by letting them invest in themselves. And this is, a, this is an audience that people, they need to start feeling that investment. Yeah, I think um, I also have this kind of um, limiting belief that I'm really crappy at sales. <laughs> like I just, I just, I I struggle so much with writing like promotional copy. Yeah. Like even when I when I'm sharing my blog posts, like I just struggle with. I don't know how to write that. I've never. Yeah. I've been a writer my whole life, but I've never really had to do a lot of promotional writing. It's always yeah. been, you know, like, you know, I have a journalism, I have a degree in journalism and English. So yeah. it's, I've never had to really do the promotional side. And I think that's probably just a limiting belief that I'm crappy at promotions. I think it probably is. So I would start by changing the script and, and start by saying, I, I can write this. Why wouldn't I be able to write this? The thing is, it's easy to, it's easy to share your story, right? It's right. easy to share things that you know are going to help people. So as long as you know the stuff that you're putting out there is a serving that need and it's helping the people that you're serving, trying to help, that's all you need to convey. Like, hey, I've got this thing and it's going to help you. Here's why. You can be super straightforward about it. In fact, the best promotional copy, I think, is very direct. You don't need to beat around the bush. There's no magic formula for for selling stuff it's really just saying this is how this is how this is going to help you and here's why like that like listen to how i i know where you are at i've been there i know what you need to do to get to where you want to be let me guide you and that's really all it comes down to now can you take courses to help you improve that copywriting? Absolutely. I would definitely recommend, I don't know if you've ever checked out anything by Laura Belgray. She's been a guest on this podcast, one of my really good friends. She's talking shrimp and um, you can find her online. She's brilliant, brilliant copywriter. Get on, just get on her email list and, and be, let her email you. <laughs> you'll, be, you'll see what good copywriting is. And, and, but she teaches some really great copywriting, um, copywriting tips also. And she has a course with Marie Forleo, Forleo called The Copy Cure. Um, but she okay. has some of her own stuff that's really, really good too. Okay. So that's definitely something to check out. And I would, but keep, and the more you work on it, the easier it's going to get. But what I want to see you change within your website is that I want to see your website become more of a, almost like a sales page for yourself and for your products and for what you have to offer. Because I think that, I think that you could, you don't need to be posting as much as you're posting, you don't need to be spending as much time on creating free content as you are right now. I would rather see you dedicating that time into developing your program, your signature program, and so getting your beta launch, your baby seed launch, which I know you're not to unit seven or unit eight yet in EBA, but that's coming. Yeah. So there you go. And then, but also then starting to develop um, content for your membership 
for how you're going to support people that are going through this process. Because I think that community aspect that you're building and that part is going to be huge. So then your goal is going with your content, your free content is going to be mostly just to drive people into your programs. You want them to become, you want people to become your customers. That's really what you're going for. And so starting the thing that you're going to start with is the most powerful asset that you have, which is your amazing transformation and your amazing story. So that becomes your homepage is really sharing your story and where you were and where you, and, and you need to, the, the first thing that I would think I would focus on for you is crafting your narrative. You, as you were telling it, it was very compelling, but I think you need to really, 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 really work at crafting all the different elements of it to tell it in a concise way that's very compelling that hits all of the pain it hits all the pain points of your avatar talk about those specific things that you did talk about I mean when you talk about like I would drive home from McDonald's and hide the wrappers like you need to share those specific things in the first person because that's how your person is going to relate to you and um you know, I don't know how, how, like, I know you're an EBA and if you, I don't know how much time you've spent around me or listening, listening to me in any way, but you know, I, I will, I often within Elite Blog Academy, I share my story of how I started blogging and how my husband and I were fighting about money and I started this blog and I've got it down so well that I could, I can recite it like nobody's business, right? I've given that same interview right. 200 times. I could times. probably recite it because I think I've listened to everything you've ever done. <laughs> so, but that's really important because for so many people, they hear that story of me starting my blog and my business and they relate to that. They relate to that feeling of being, you know, being stuck and desperate and wanting to make it work. And that's what you need to be doing for your audience. You need to hone in and craft that narrative. And it doesn't mean it's not true. And so, so when I say that, like, don't think that's being inauthentic or, or not real or any of like everything I say is true, but I have, I, I know how to deliver it in a way that delivers the emotional impact also. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So would I be better off like maybe having a static homepage rather Mm -hmm. than doing like 100%. I think you can still have a blog on your site, but I would, I would um, kind of model it a little more after EBA than say living while spending less. If I'm going to compare like our two of our websites. Uh So EBA and living well while spending less, I guess, is a little more static these days too. But EBA is really designed, the homepage is really designed to be a sales page for EBA. So anybody who comes there looking for information about EBA is learning about it, learning what we what we do and why it matters. They give, get an opportunity to sign up for the wait list. We have a blog on that site, but it's not the main attraction. So the blog is secondary to telling people our story and what that's and what that course is all about. And that's what I want to see for you also. Um, And then the only blog posts that I would start writing for you are blog posts that are going to be major search engine traffic type stuff. Or, I mean, and Pinterest too, because Pinterest is a visual search engine. But 
what are people searching for? What, what do you want? What do you want to be capturing? Especially because you know that you've already searched for this stuff um, and you couldn't find the information you were looking for. So what were you searching for when you were back in that position in 2017, when you were starting to look for changes, what were you searching for? That those are you, those are the posts that you need to start writing. Okay. And if you've already written those, then you need to optimize the heck out of them so that you start getting more of that search engine traffic because you're really trying to hone in on a very targeted market. Right. And then I think I would make sure that your lead magnet is a lead in to, to this too. And I saw you have that um, weight loss chart um, yeah. as your lead magnet, which is super cute. Um, but... Here's my thing about that. That's a good for anybody, right? That's good for anyone who's trying to lose weight. Not necessarily, that's not targeted specifically to your avatar, which is somebody who wants to know what they need to do to be ready for bariatric surgery or needs to know, you know, five things to know before you, you start thinking about it or how to know, maybe it's a quiz. How do you know if you're ready for bariatric surgery? Like something, I think you need to, I think you need to be, more targeted in some of the okay. stuff that you're doing because that's going to really help you then sell your products to the people that are on your list too. Um, yeah. So I think that was like, you know, cause I, I've been trying a bunch of different things and I've been trying to figure out, you know, I only, I only put up my lead magnet like two months ago to see how that was. I yeah. have 50 subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not, you know, I'm still very small. Yeah. Um, and I was, I was, you know, kind of analyzing some of the stuff I've been doing. And I'm wondering if, because a lot of, sometimes when I'm writing my posts and I'm writing to my avatar, I sometimes feel like I'm writing to her when she's pre-op and sometimes when she's post-op. Mm. Um, and I'm wondering if maybe I need to just focus on the pre-op. Yes. And not so much of the post-op kind of stuff. Yes. Yes. So for, for sure. So for sure. Focus in a little bit more on that pre-op kind of yeah, and I crazy think, time. <laughs> yeah, I think I would definitely focus on that probably because that's probably what people are searching for more um, and bring them through the journey. That's why I think your initial product would be a pre-op focused product. And then maybe once you have something to support people, this, this membership kind of on the back end, which I would not create right away. So I would, I would wait, get, you know, get your people in your program, get that up and running and then start to create the support on the back end. That's an ongoing membership. I think, I think is such a good model for you. Um, but I, and then maybe at that point when you have a membership that people is, that's giving people support post-op, that's when you then would maybe start writing more content to try and draw people into that. Does that make sense? Yeah. But your content, all of your content should be focused on getting people onto your list, into your programs that really, I mean, really, truly that's most business owners should focus on that. I would say yeah. <laughs> that's kind of, that's just like, it's you're, you're a business, right? At the end of the right. day, like you're, you're trying to create a business. Yes. You want to help people. And yes, that's very noble, but it's hard to help people when you're starving. So <laughs> you need to figure out what's going to be a viable business, um, business model. And I think that 
like the good news for you is that you couldn't be in a better niche. Really, truly, like there's so much, there's so much income and revenue potential, especially because you've been there and you've gone through it and you know that there's not a lot of resources available. So you're coming into something that has huge potential. Yeah. So a lot of, um, so like one of the things, you know, and now I already had my editorial calendar planned to the end of the year. So now I'm going to have to change all that. (laughs) Did I mess it all up for you? Well, you know, I work like two months ahead. So I'm I'm working on the end of December content right now, but, um, but anyway, um, so one of the things that I've been doing, um, because it was one of the things I've been looking for is doing reviews of all of my pre-op appointments. Like, so, you know, you have to get a cardiology clearance and a pulmonary clearance and a sleep study. So I've been writing posts about like what happens at all of those. Cause that's really what I was looking for. I was looking for somebody to tell me that. Yeah. That what, you know, what those, what those appointments are like. Right. Cause at that point, you know, I had so much anxiety and I was so insecure about everything that I was like, I have to know before I go, what happens? Like, just give me a heads up and tell me. So I think I would, I mean, I think that those probably, those things could be helpful, but those are going to be a very small, like the reason that it probably feels like they're not resonating is that those will resonate. I think it's not a messaging problem for you. You know, your avatar, but the number of people that are searching for that specific thing, like you're so granular is going to be less. So I think I, if you're going to work on content, I would work on starting to rank for some of those bigger search terms, because I think you can get there. Like what do I need to know before bariatric surgery and that, that kind of stuff, the sort of bigger terms that you were putting in there that were, that are going to get people a little more general. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's all right. I'll change my whole editorial. <laughs> I don't mean for that to be no. for that to be um, discouraging. I don't want you to no, be it's discouraged. Not. I want you to. I just want you to maximize your time because I know you're still working full time. Yes. So I want to know that you're working on the things that are going to get you making more money faster. And I think that you, for some people, um, And for a lot of times for content marketers or bloggers, especially if you're going for a very broad or general audience, and this is important to understand, if you have a very broad or general audience, say you have something more like living well, spending less, that's just for all women out there, Um, even a few men out there. I mean, it's, it's so, so, so broad. You really do have to go for these numbers, right? You have to put more content out there and continually like you're playing a numbers game. And sometimes that can be a losing proposition. I think that there's a huge, there can be a huge advantage to, to honing in and niching down on something that actually has great monetary potential and not having, and, and, but then you got to be careful to not get caught up in that numbers game. So when you see, when you hear about people like creating content all the time, know that you get to skip some of that because you have the advantage of having this very niched audience. And that's really important to understand when it comes to strategy, because if you want to maximize your time, you're going to be ma- maximizing your time by focusing on the thing that's going to make you money, which is creating your program, getting people into the right people into your list. You're looking for people who are interested in bariatric surgery, which is why your lead magnet also needs to be something related to that. And okay. 
I mean, if, and then if you want to create some sort of tripwire, which is, or you already have a tripwire, like your weight loss thing. But I think the problem with your, with your cute weight loss chart again, is that it assumes like your, your avatar is somebody who hasn't started the journey yet. So she's not ready for the weight loss chart yet because she's like still trying to figure out what the heck she's going to do. Right. And and it's too general. It's not specific for that thing. So maybe there's something in, in the middle, some sort of guide or workbook or something that becomes your upsell. That's something between your freebie and your, because you need, you kind of want a ladder, right? You want everything right. to sort of line up and point to the right direction. So your freebie should be very much tied to what your end product is going to be, which your product is going to be, here's your full comprehensive guide on how to prepare for this surgery. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Am I overwhelming you? Uh, I'm just trying to, you know, I guess figure out the how. The how? Yeah, like. uh, I feel like like, uh, (laughs) if you could figure out in the last two years how to leave your crappy husband (laughs) And lose 240 pounds, um, get a new job, and have major surgery, and start a blog on top of all of that, this is not a big deal for you. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, All right. So, so make it more of a static homepage that kind of leads people. But then, okay, so I'm, I'm not in unit seven quite yet. I'm probably going to start within the next week or two. Okay. Um, but I know before I do my baby seed launch, I need to have a thousand subscribers. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. So I need to have my homepage getting everybody into my email list. Yes. Oh, for sure. Okay. Yeah. And you need to go back through your posts and make sure that you are optimizing the heck out of those posts that you are getting traffic to. I don't know how much traffic you're getting, but I think having something that's more related to bariatric surgery, especially if some of your new, new, and that might be a reason to still be creating content. Um, I know you have your editorial calendar planned for the end of the year. That might be a reason if you're not getting enough, quite enough traffic, or if you're not getting enough people to your email list. But I think the, one of the reasons that you could do the tripwire is that you could then run some ads to, to your freebie um, and use the tripwire to help offset the cost of some of those ads and grow, and grow your list a little bit faster. And I found out the Facebook ads are super hard to do when you're doing something about losing weight because I, I, know I ran a Facebook ad and it took me like seven tries with the copy you know, to adhere to Facebook's guidelines yeah. because it's like, no, yeah. you can't say the word you. And I'm like, what do you mean? I can't say the word yeah. you. Yeah. They do have, they do have some real restrictions on that, but I wonder if you, uh, how, what are the restrictions on bariatric surgery? Yeah. I'll have to look into that some more. Yeah. Because maybe that you're not saying, if you're not saying weight loss, if you're saying, are you considering this or uh, that might actually, and the, the cool thing about Facebook is that you can, you can run real, what we're finding is that you can run real broad ads to a very broad audience. You don't have to target um, really anymore. And Facebook is so good at 
finding the right people. It's so good about learning who the right audience is. So you just kind of target everybody and they pick the right people to market to. Oh, that's, that's good. I think I was really struggling with that when I was setting up my Facebook ads, because I was like, I have no clue for this audience. Like, <laughs> like I know who yeah. I'm targeting, but like once I put it into the Facebook um, power editor, it was like, oh, your audience is too narrow. And I'm like, okay, so <laughs> what do I do? Yeah. Yeah. Go broad, go broad. So just don't, don't target anybody. Um, and let Facebook pick because they'll find the right people. That's what we're, that's what we're finding. That's what we've been doing. Like we're to the point where we think we only narrow to maybe English speaking countries (laughs) (laughs) and that's it. And we'll let Facebook find the right people. Interesting. Yeah. Nikki, I feel good about you. I feel like if you can, survive the year that you had last year and come out the other side with, with the kind of attitude that you have, there's nothing that's going to stand in your way. And you, and not only that, you now have a brilliant business idea and a like really, truly it's, I think something that has huge potential. And I, I feel like if you're willing to work at it a little bit and push through those challenge, those tech challenges, <laughs> cause I know that's a little bit hard for you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, but if you need to get help with that, get ask for help with that kind of stuff. And it's a, it's, it, you've started a business. You're going to have to invest in, in it a little bit for certain things. So if that's right. the thing that's holding you back, then that, let that be the thing that you invest in paying somebody to help you for. Yeah. Um, I was just really excited. Um, you know, with everything that I've been through, um, I always think nothing can be as hard as that year. <laughs> Nothing can be as as scary as what I went through. And like, that's why, like, I was so nervous for this call, but like, I'm like, I have gone through so much. This is nothing. (laughs) No kidding. I'm way, I am way better than everything that you went through last year. I am not true. (laughs) But you know, it's, you know, it's funny because, um, I feel like you and Rosemary Groner have been like my fairy godmothers, like dangling this hope in front of me. And it's like, it's helped me, you know, so much through this whole process. And I'm like, if they can do it, I can do it. I'm smart. It's true. And you need to keep telling yourself that because you are smart and you're a fighter and you've been through a lot. And I think sometimes like having those experiences, having just the, like going through hell is, is amazing for exactly that reason. It gives you that perspective of realizing if I can do this, I can do anything. And that's what I used to say to myself when I first started my business, I would say that to myself every single day. If there are other people out there making money at this, I can figure this out too. If other people can do it, there's no reason I can't do it. All I need to know is that it's possible and then I will keep trying until I get there. And I feel like you have that same mentality, which is going to carry you very far. Yes. And the other thing that gets me through is I keep telling myself that God has opened doors I can't even see. And um, I love that. Yeah. I think October has just been an incredible month overall and and it's because god has just been opening all these doors for me and that's amazing yeah and then, and then like it. when i i got these emails about this coaching call i was like 
you are so opening all these doors. How are you doing this? Like, it's so amazing. So, Oh, that's so good. And the thing is about your story, I forgot to mention this because I think this is really important too. But your story is so compelling that you need to start doing media stuff too. You need to start doing guest posts. Um, have you ha- have you been in touch with my friend Susie Moore at all, or have you done? I think she has a bonus in EBA um, for how to reach out to media. She's amazing, um, but sh- but guest posting for different magazines and different online journals and that kind of stuff, I think, would be really really huge for you because you have okay. such a compelling story, and it's a topic that people are really interested in. And also I think doing just getting out there in media more often is going to be you. I mean, people want a good story. You have a good story and that makes a really big difference. And I think that you could use that and leverage that then to drive people to your site in a really strategic way. And I think that's going to be, that's going to be huge for you too. Uh, Yeah. Um, I do actually have some opportunities coming up. Um, like a local magazine um, was looking for like a local food column kind of thing. And I, you know, she said I can put like my blog in my byline. So, yes. uh, so I'm going to be doing a monthly food thing. Um, and I do have a guest post I'm writing for a bigger bariatric blogger right now. So nice. So I do have a couple things in the works. <laughs> that's awesome. That's really a start. That's a really good start. And that's, I mean, keep, keep going after that. I think that will be really big for you as well. That's um, one of my, I set quarterly goals for the first time ever. Ooh, one of that's my quarterly exciting. goals was <laughs> to pitch five guest posts a month. So, I love it. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. So it's all coming together. Well, it's all coming together. <laughs> Mickey, you're on the right track. For sure. But I think now that you are ready to start thinking about monetization, it's first of all, getting your site kind of rejuked to highlight your story and make it more about selling you as a, as a personality, as an, as an expert, as somebody, and you don't want to be, you're not the expert up here. You're the expert like, Hey, let me come alongside you because I've been there and I've done it too. Kind of think think kind of the way that I am with EBA, right? I'm not, I've never like this, like crazy, uh, not relatable person. I'm like, yeah, I've been there too. I was a stay at home mom. I started this business and now here I am. And you guys, and if I can do it, you can do it. I want to let me cheer you on. And that's who you're going to be, but your site needs to lend that credibility. So it needs to tell that story. It needs to connect and resonate and show that right away. And then you can, it needs to also be the funnel that's driving people to your list. And it needs to be really, really, um, like you should be having like a 10% on-site conversion rate, um, minimum on your site. You need to get it to that point where one in 10 people are actually opting into your list. Gotcha. It's not that high yet. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. I know because you're, you got to get your lead magnet more targeted. Yes, I do. And that was something I was also thinking about recently. So see, then you're on the right track. I (laughs) I love it. 
All right. Well, Nikki, I am so excited to watch your progress over the next couple of months and definitely be sure to check in with me and let me know. Show me your new homepage so I can see that. And uh, yeah, I will definitely be checking in. And congratulations on just your life successes. And I'm so amazed and inspired by your story. Oh, thank you. That means so much to me. Okay, so as you just heard, Nikki has an incredibly inspiring story, one I would love to see her leverage in a big way to build her business. There is nothing more powerful than a transformation narrative, one that includes all the elements of struggling but then ultimately triumphing over adversity. But Nikki doesn't just have a great story. She's also found herself in an underserved niche that has some amazing revenue potential if she's willing to get serious about honing in on her avatar's specific needs and then creating the paid product to help her avatar achieve the same transformation Nikki's been able to achieve in her own life. So just to recap, these were the biggest action steps that we identified she needs to take right now. First, Nikki needs to work on crafting her narrative. She needs to get good at telling her story because her story is not only compelling and inspiring, it will sell. For her, that is a huge asset, and she needs to learn how to use it to her advantage by telling it in a way that's relatable and in a way that makes people believe that they can do it too, and in a way that lets them know that she is the person that can help them get there. The next thing she needs to do is redesign her website. Nikki's website needs to tell her story and it needs to sell her story because her own story of hope and transformation is what will ultimately sell her products. The main focus of her homepage should be driving people to her waiting list. And she can still have blog posts. I still want her to have a blog because those blog posts are going to be necessary to drive search engine traffic and maybe even Pinterest search traffic, but those posts don't need to be the main focus of her site. Third, Nikki needs a new lead magnet, one that is specifically targeted to people who are looking for information and support related to bariatric surgery. She needs to hone in on weight loss surgery. Right now, her lead magnet is cute, and it's pretty neat, but it's way too general. It's for anyone looking how to lose weight. So she needs to create something that is definitely much more specific and targeted towards people who are interested in weight loss surgery. It would also be great for her to create some sort of tripwire or low price product that might offer a little more in-depth pro- information about weight loss surgery and be a good stepping stone between her freebie and the more expensive signature program that she needs to develop. This lower price product would also allow her to offsite the cost of advertising, which would help her to grow her email list faster. Then fourth, Nikki needs to cut back on the amount of content that she is creating and be much more strategic about researching search terms and creating content that's going to attract people who are searching for the specific type of information and support that she's looking to give. Now, this is a topic, weight loss surgery, this is a topic that people are going to be searching for. They are looking for the information, and she should be able to capitalize on that. And so if they're coming, they're looking for the information, they're finding her blog, then she needs to get them into her list with her very targeted lead magnet. 
So from there, Nikki will need to start working on designing her program and hopefully launching a beta version of that program very soon. I don't know about you, but I am so inspired by what she's accomplished in the past couple of years, and I can't wait to see where the next few months are going to take her in her business now that she has a solid plan of attack to follow. We will definitely be checking in with Nikki soon. In the meantime, don't forget that if you would like to get all the show notes for this episode along with all the links to everything we talked about, you can find it all at doitscared.com slash episode 90. Once again, get all the show notes and the links on our website at doitscared.com slash episode 90. And while you're there, be sure to also take our fear assessment to find out exactly how fear might be holding you back and what you can do about it. And then if you have a business or if you've been thinking about starting a business, be sure to go take our free training at doitscared.com slash EBA. And then before we go, I just want to say, as always, that I love hearing from you. So if you have any questions about what we talked about today or any other topics that you would like to see addressed on the Do It Scared podcast, please feel free to reach out either via email or just by messaging me on Instagram. And that about does it for this episode of the Do It Scared with Ruth Suka podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. And if you liked what you heard, I would love it if you would post a review on iTunes. And then while you're there, be sure to subscribe to be notified of new episodes. And speaking of upcoming episodes and of inspiring stories, next week we'll be chatting with all-American gymnast Ariana Berlin. And let me tell you, if you've got tween girls at home, you might recognize that name from the Disney movie Full Out which is based on Ariana's incredible true story. I guarantee her grit and perseverance in the face of devastating adversity will change the way that you look at your life. So don't miss it. And I will catch you then.